Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Only Football. It's been almost a couple of weeks now um, since we've done an episode at all, and it's been even longer since myself and Guy Robertson, who I'm joined by, as per usual, that uh, that, that we've done this scouting mission. So, uh, Guy, welcome back. How you doing? Thanks very much, Max. It's lovely to be back on the show. Um, and, yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Thanks, not doing too bad. Um, the international break's given me a nice chance to decompress from the pressures of supporting a poorly performing club. Um, Still in the Champions League. Oh, very much so, yeah. Going to win it as well. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Um, but I haven't, I don't know about you, Max, but I haven't watched any of the international games. Um, Neither have I. I've been keeping abreast of it. I've been keeping abreast of it, you know, yeah. keeping up, uh, just checking scores. But, you know, it's not actually... Um, it's available on TSN here, but I don't have that. It's not on Dazzle, oh, so yeah, it's not on Dazzle, I, I'm, I'm not going out of my yeah. way to stream this or anything. So yeah, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. England's It's just you know, same old story with England. Southgate kind of sucks the life out of that team a little bit. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I know. by a little bit, I mean a lot. Was, and that was it, he was he was a good manager when we didn't have a good team because he sort of like. He basically, he basically has his like level that his teams can play at, mm-hmm. and when we were below that level, it was good because he sort of dragged us up a bit through his system, you know, relying on free kicks and penalties and all that kind of and corners and being very organised. But now we've actually, like, three years later, we've got many world class players in the yeah, team. Yeah, but going forward, especially, he, 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 he's, he's just dragging us down to the to the same level as before. The way he sets up is very reminiscent to me of, of Solskjaer, actually. And just, like, protecting that yeah. back line and, and just yeah, slowing down the play. Um, I know. And it's it's kind of hard to watch. What pissed me off in the first game against San Marino... I know it's only against San Marino, so it doesn't actually matter, but... No, it does, because he only won 5-0, all right? That, frankly, that's embarrassing. Well, true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but he only... He, he started Jesse Lingard instead of Phil Foden. I mean... Yes, Jesse Lingard's been good for the last two months, but there's not much. You know, he's not going to play in the world in the Euros. Like he's when everyone comes back from injury, Jesse Lingard's not going to go to the Euros. Are you he certainly sh- shouldn't. Do. Are you sure about that? Whereas Phil Foden should be like an integral member of that team. Um, I, I'm not sure that he won't go because it's the sort of thing that Southgate might well do. But he shouldn't go. There's just too many good attacking players ahead of him. I, I honestly think, man, it was hilarious. In that San Marino game, there was this some some big account posted a, a photo of Lingard surrounded by four or five San Marino players. And then if, as you swiped, it was... Uh, as, as you swiped, it was um, Messi surrounded by four or five, like, four or five players and, and like, Ronaldo or someone else. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm getting a call into the line and I'm... Repeatedly having to hang up, but um, I'll get to that later. Anyway, uh, yes, like, but honestly, I would not be uh, too certain of Lingard not making the team. Uh, I'd, I'd be a little uh, nervous about that uh, if you're not. Yeah, just saying. Um, okay, let's get on with it. And um, you're going to open us up with uh, a another young English player who's you know making the move abroad uh, to uh, yeah. no, um, Noni Madueke at PSV. Yeah. At PSV, yeah, it's, right. he's kind of joined the flock in the last couple of years who are doing that, and he's uh, he's flourishing. Go ahead, tell us about him. Well, well, the last English player that I picked um, 
or certainly the last English player that moved to a foreign club, Eunice Musa, has now chosen to play for the United States mm-hmm. of America because he's an idiot. So um, <laughs> we'll scratch that one off the list. Um, but yeah, Noni Madueke, as far as I'm, as far as I can tell, he's not eligible to play for America. It's just England and Nigeria. Um, he's in the England youth setup at the moment. Um, in fact, he's. There's been calls this week because England under 21, the under 21 World Cups going on at the moment. Yes, sir. and England lost their first game against Switzerland and were, were pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's many calls to bring Madueke in, which is perfectly understandable given that he's moved to PSV from Spurs uh, a couple of years ago, uh, 18 months ago, and and this season has been he he made his you know first team debut at the end of last season scored a couple of goals this season he's he's made his real breakthrough um he doesn't start all that many games um but he's played in 19 games scored seven goals six assists that's um, that's only in six starts so that- yes i know yeah that's quite right yeah um it's very very impressive um but he's so it actually works out that he's contributed to a goal every 60 minutes very which nice. is unbelievable numbers um you know for a young guy in a foreign country very very impressive um and as far as i can tell he'd never played a first game first team game for spurs before you know and then he suddenly and then he's just broken through you know it speaks volumes for well jose Mourinho's um youth policies did he just english clubs in general yeah did he just leave last summer to psv no 2019 so that would have been Pochettino, then? Well, uh, oh, yes, you're very right. Um, Which, you know, right. Pochettino has actually in the past done very well in terms of, uh, you know, bringing up youth. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens, right? Some, some some players fall through the cracks. You know, I think some teams are yeah. a, a little more um, guilty of it than others. You know, Arsenal, for example, like Daniel Malin that you scouted back in almost over a year ago. Yeah. Um, going yeah. going uh-huh. to, to PSV himself. Uh, it, it does happen, but, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's uh, a couple more years at, uh, at PSV getting European football should be oh, very he good. scored a couple of goals in the Europa League group stage already this season. Um, you know, he's, he looks good there. Um, he's been making contributions in important contributions in games, which is what you want to see from a young attacking player. Yeah, I, he's uh, he's more of a center forward, but I have to say he facilitates very well for those around him. Um, I, I've from what little I've seen of him, he does seem to uh, look for the pass a lot more than you'd expect from a center forward. Yeah, I mean, I'd even hesitate to call him a center forward. Really, sure. I think he's just currently he's a um, an all round attacking player. You know, yeah. um, he plays on the right wing up front behind the front man on the left, um, even even a bit further back in midfield sometimes. Um, to me, he's, um, to give the listeners a kind of idea of, of the way this guy plays and, and who he plays like, it's um, actually quite Luis Suarez-esque. Mm. You know, he is a forward, but he was never, he was never the, you know, he wasn't leading the line. Um and he just sort of pops up all over the all over the place um, on the left, on the right, in the middle, um, you know, through the through behind the defence. Um, 
his movement's very good, and he and he he you know he puts himself in in nice positions. And and you're right, he loves to pass. I mean, seven goals and six assists suggests that he's very happy to facilitate as much as go for goal himself. Do you think that uh, you know maybe a situation where he's playing a system of a front two um, might benefit him well? Like you know, for example, like Southampton, uh, a team like that who. Oh. Who have like a really good interchangeability in between other two strikers. You know, one maybe slightly more of the provider, um, and it's it's not really a system that you see all too much nowadays. Actually, um, the no. front two it's generally no. lone striker or you have the front three. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I think you know a system like that might might suit him quite nicely. You're right. You're right. And that being said, PSV do sometimes play that system mm-hmm. um, with um, Madueke and. Marlon up front. Yep. Uh, Marlon obviously is the more direct centre forward, running in behind Madueke, dropping deep. But um, you know, yeah, you're right. Just like that role that um, that Minamino slipped into at Southampton, that'd be perfect for him. But um, <coughs> but I tell you, the other person that he really reminds me of watching him play is Deli Ali of like five years ago. Sure. Um, he's he's all legs. He's gangly legs, um, and he's. He, he's technically imperfect, like Deli Ali, like Luis Suarez. Um, there's not, there's not too much. You know, it's not like he plays the perfect pass or whatever. The ball seems to knock off his Bam. feet. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. And, and he knocks it off opponents, but he, through determination and whatever other ability you might call it, he he manages. You know, he he does the business. Um, and much, you know, much like Deli Ali, just pops up all over the place. And Deli Ali. It, at his best for Spurs, was playing just behind Harry Kane, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, in a in a very kind of loosely defined role. Um, and that's, I think, much like Deli Ali, Madueke, he's going to be very, he's going to be suited perfectly to a system that is so well defined and built around his role, or a system that's not very well defined at all, where he can just sort of mess around anything in between, you know, he wouldn't fancy. I wouldn't fancy him in Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, let's say, mm-hmm. um, because he doesn't. His role isn't in that system, and that system is too inflexible to for his for him. So you either need to be very flexible or very tailored flexible, to him, but yeah. specifically geared to, to him. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he's he's a little rough around the edges, even in his finishing. Like you know, he gets yeah. into, he gets into the positions, and and you know, he does chalk up the goals, but. There's something very um, not so clean about uh, his finishing, and yeah. you know it could be something that yeah. he works on, or you know, as you say, it's just kind of you know how he gets it done. And so long as he is and he continues to, then yeah. I mean, who's complaining really? Apart from the teams that he's playing. Um, yeah. Anything well, else uh, <clears throat> you like to add on? Well, he looks good. Uh, he's, he, he'll be making his um, he'll be making his debut for the England under twenty ones in their next group game as far as I can tell, mm. as long as he plays, uh, which would be good. Um, but I expect him to become an England international um, before too long. I mean, he's playing semi-regularly and making important contributions in at the top of the Eredivisie and in the Europa League. A couple more years there, no harm done. You know, maybe you move back to England, um, mm. maybe you move to Germany, similar language, similar footballing culture. Um you know, move for, to, for, to Dortmund, for instance. Um, sure. But he looks like, you know, he's not sure on confidence. And um, I don't know where the limit is for him, but it's it's pretty high at the moment. It, you know, 
Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're calling for him to be in you're calling for him to be in the uh, the England squad in 2026. I think that would be uh, fair enough. He'll be 25 then. Sure. Um, oh no, he won't. He'll be 24. So yeah, no reason why he couldn't be. All right. Right on. So uh, yes, and uh, you've gone for Max um, Sofian Diop from. Monaco, I mean, which um, I will just mention, uh, I was reading about him earlier, and he is—he was asked in an interview who his best friends in football are, and uh, the answers he gave were Axel de Sassi and uh, Benoit Badiashile, also oh, yeah. two scouts that, that Mac, Max has previously <laughs> scouted them, so I, I'm not unconvinced that Max isn't in some kind of WhatsApp group with the three of them, you know. I, uh, I do love to raid France. Um... I really do. There's just so much talent that comes out of there. And, you know, Monaco is one of the prime examples of, you know, raising a, a good crop, like, consistently. I'd say Monaco and, and Lille are, um, are probably in the top two for that, uh, for, for talent that actually can carry onwards and, and keep developing and yeah. getting a stranglehold on, on the game in the future. Um, yeah, Sofian Diop, uh, 20 years old. He... I don't think he's actually yet to make a France under one, under twenty one um, appearance yet, but I, I don't see him being far off the mark. He's uh plays off the left mid for for the most part, but he can play uh, centrally as well, and sometimes off the right. And by central, I mean like the center midfield, not central attacking. Um, his his height he's five. He's only five four, five four, five five. Like he's he's quite short. Um, but he's very, he's very fast and you know what? He reads the game extremely well. And that, and that goes defensively as well. Like defense, defensively are not really the attributes that we're looking at here in terms of Sofian Diop, but if he can improve his strength a little bit, because you know, he, he's, he's very good at intercepting the ball and breaking up play. Um, so if he can actually improve that strength a little bit more, um, I wouldn't be adverse to seeing him making that number eight or the number 10 rule. Uh, depending on how his strength goes, um, his position in in the future, because he's such a great facilitator of the ball. I think if you put him in the in the number eight role, um, he's an extremely tight dribbler, very fast, a flair player as well. Um, but uh, and and he can release exceptional passes. Uh, and I think the link up play for for a team that's lacking that kind of that link up between the CDM and and, and the number ten, I think he'd be a perfect fit. At the same time. You know, he is out on the left mid, and I'm not saying that he does need to change from that either. He's been very effective there. I was a little suspect of, of Monaco this season, um, mostly because of the the youth of their midfield. It's the Sofiane Diop and a couple other players that are extremely young, and they're having a great year. They're they're in a title hunt, actually, as it stands, yeah. uh, in Liga. <clears throat> and and Diop is, has been integral that. He's, he's played in 30 matches, which may, may be every match um, um, thus far. Seven goals, zero assists, but don't, I don't think, you know, let, I, I wouldn't say let the zero assists fool you. You get, a, I would say you get uh, a little less assists off the wing as well. Um, but, yeah. he, but he does create, he does create a number of chances. Um, and if you do watch his passing ability, it's certainly there. And that's why I maintain the fact that him moving into um, the central of the park um, isn't isn't out of the, the realms of possibility, and he has featured there already. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he kind of reminds me he's 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 a very good pass and mover, um, quick pace, you know, Ajax kind of 
kind of style. I mean, you've seen it with Monaco in the yeah. past. Um, you know, in the last five years, it's generally how they play. And it's kind of in terms of um, attacking talent, the kind of style of player that they they breed. Uh, and I see that, you know, fitting in with like a, a Man City system. He does remind me actually a lot of Phil Foden. Um, okay, yeah. As, as it stands, I would absolutely say Phil Foden is, is head and above um, at the moment. And I'm not saying Sofiane Diop gets there, but I mean, if you were going to have someone, you know, in that realm, it, it definitely um, not a bad not a bad player to look at. And I think he would seriously suit um, a Pep Guardiola um, style of style yeah. of play. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, so... I was reading earlier, Max, about um, about Diop, and it's very impressive. He's he was he was basically made available for transfer in the summer, and then and but he's played in every single game mm-hmm. for Monaco this season. Fantastic turnaround for the young guy. You know, it can't be easy to 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 be put in the situation where you're basically allowed to you know offered to leave from your you know the team that's brought you through the youth ranks. Yes, and then. And to not that not happen, and then to fight your way into the team and become an integral part shows quite you know good mentality there. Well, absolutely, and and you know you got to think about you know just harkening back to the the midfield situation there. I mean, the midfield is like is the engine room. It's the really most important part of the pitch for for any any side, and you know to have such a young crop of players there, um, and them and them holding it down against men consistently. Um, I would say, I think like three of the four midfielders are no more than 21 years old. Um, so, you know, I might, I might just have to, you know, keep on going back there for the next two weeks and just, yeah, and just yeah, finish the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I won't, I won't right away anyway. Um, so yeah, I think the mentality is definitely, is definitely there and you want that. I mean, hopefully that can kind of translate into, um, you know, a leader, a leader on the field, which, you know, teams always need uh, some teams more than others. Manchester yep. United. Um, <laughs> so, uh, very true, very true. yeah, I would definitely keep an eye on them. I, I really, I, I really do want to see. If, you know who? I keep forgetting his name. Um, little guy, you you did at Shakhtar a couple uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Oh, uh, Marcos Antonio. Yes, small as well. CDM. You know more. You know. Defensively, he's a bit more of a defensive-minded, absolutely. But I mean, if you have a really rock-solid, like um, specialist CDM in a team with Diop, yeah, and and you have an incredible number ten, I think that's that could be a really good fit. And I and just the way from what I see from him, uh, and 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 the way he moves the ball, his passing is phenomenal. Um, His his through ball ability is, is exceptional as well. Um, so the link-up play goes hand in hand. Uh, I would like to see him um, making that move there and uh, and kind of be the heartbeat of a team instead of just uh, yeah, over on nice. the wing. Yeah. Looking forward to watching him develop. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like only, unfortunately, you know, Dazen lost uh, um, Liga, what, two years ago now, I think? And, you know, I, I stream every now and then. I don't get to see as much as I would like. Um, because it's just as I, I think I, I, I hearken on that quite a bit is the fact that it's just, it's such a good league to watch when it comes to yeah. up and coming talent and you'll get good football there too. Yeah. You know, people want to like, you know, make the farmer joke and all that shit, but I get it. Like, I mean, I get it when you like, when you compare it to PSG, but you know, there are teams that are, that just, you know, aren't, aren't they aren't walkovers. Yeah. And so. Well, uh, every, every, every league, every league is, 
you know, every top European league is increasingly dominated by a select few clubs, you know, if not one club. I mean, Germany, Germany's got a, so much of a better reputation than the French the fr- league, yeah. but they have exactly the same issue. Yes, exactly. They I think they've won more, more titles in a row. You know, they've won, I don't know, what are they, they might be on the 10th one this year. Um, I believe there. I think. I think what I will say is that when it comes to Germany versus France, you have a couple other teams that are higher quality um, than the, I, I than the couple agree, other teams. That, that's it. After that, the drop off is. But, but, uh, but Bayern win the league every year, much like PSG. You know, so it, it is unfair. Even though I think you know, I think the German league is better than the French league. Uh, you know, I, I just you know agree with what you're saying that the Farmer League tag is is slightly undeserved. Yeah, I would say really the only league that doesn't really have that problem is the PL. And, you know, maybe Syria. I think Syria is actually a relatively well, well-balanced league. I know Juve dominated it. Oh, no, now. Yeah. Now. Uh, this season. This season. Uh, yeah, but even... I know I know Juve have fallen off and they did dominate for so long. But even still, like, there's the, that drop-off, even though, like, the, the points race and, and, the, and the, the lead that they had by the time they won it might have been might have suggested that I look at, you know, the likes of Napoli and Inter and AC, even though they were struggling and Roma, it's like, they're, they're still quality enough. That's like, you don't really want to, you didn't really want to face them necessarily in champions league, for example, even in that time you take it over, you take them over a lot of teams, but you know, when you, let's maybe a little, but okay. Would you, would you, let's say three years ago, would you have wanted to play Lyon or Inter? And like, even if you, even if you Inter. For argument's sake, come on. Well, yeah, but I, that's because Leon aren't, you know, aren't up to much either. I think, I think it probably speaks more about Juventus's complacency and and the ease of the league that they could because Juventus weren't amazing or haven't been like world beating over the past nine, ten years. Sure. They, at points, at points they have been, but you know. Not Bayern. Season, they were awful under Sarri, and they still won the league. You know, mm-hmm. um, th- there's been points under Allegri where they were playing terrible football, and you know, nothing football, and they still comfortably won the league. You know, point um, taken. Point it's, taken. It's, it's a big shame because you know, Inter, Roma, Milan, Napoli, they they should be offering much more. You know, so one of those teams should have won a couple of leagues in that in that period. I think. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You made you made your point. You made your point. There's Thought I'd lump Syria on there, but yeah, I suppose you're right. Although this season, I've been thoroughly impressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, That's quite right. Uh, anything else you got to add? Are we all good? I think, that's, I think we're covered. Okay, Sorry, well. By the way, and um, remind me of your guy's name. Sophie, Sophie and Joe. Yes. Uh, yeah, glad to be back at it um, after a little bit of a break there. And yeah. you and I will uh, we'll chat again next week. Yeah, we'll be back on next Monday. I've I've got a nice little list coming on of a few potential um, talents. Okay, good man. As do I. We'll chat then. Bye now. Lovely. Bye.